Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, you just caught me in the middle of my workout here. That was dumb. That didn't work like I thought it was going to. Yeah, but we're in it now, so. We're in it now. <laughs> hey, everybody, we changed venues. Um, Dr. Richard Olm. Dr. Muse. Dr. Muse. Uh, we moved to the, the weight room. We thought the light was a little warmer. Maybe that would uh, help with my skin complexion, maybe. Is that what we said? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You're looking good. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about shoulder impingement, something that we see pretty often. So um, something when we're talking about shoulder impingement, just so you guys know, a common thing that if you're experiencing it that, that you're going to feel is overhead movements will typically cause pain almost on top of the shoulder at the, the point of the shoulder. So just to give you some, some background, that's, that's the type of pain we're talking about. Yeah, and that's a pretty, again, like Broad. we talked about last week, it's a pretty general term for general, I guess. I guess there's lots of causes of it, uh -huh. but it's just sort of describing when you reach overhead, your shoulder pinches, hence right. the term shoulder impingement. Then the next step, the, like you said, that's a broad broad thing we're talking about. So the next step is, okay, let's figure out why why that's happening. So that's that's where I think we come in and yeah. I think we do a pretty good job of. Well, as always, we're going to sort of tie in the anatomy here a little bit. <clears throat> so if we look here, we got my trusty dusty, trusty old scapula here. There's a right shoulder. This is a right arm bone, AKA humerus, and these guys kind of come together right here. What happens with shoulder impingement is that when you're raising this arm up, this joint, the glenohumeral joint, excuse me, glenohumeral, um, when you're bringing your arm up, so you're reaching out to the side, oh, perfect, Brad, yeah. perfect. When you're bringing your arm out to the side, instead of this joint being able to simultaneously roll up and glide down, which will keep it seated right in the middle of this little fossa area, what it does is it just kind of, there's, you have these four muscles around here that are tight and are blocking that downward glide. So it rolls up and actually pinches on this acromion right here where you bring that up and it's gonna just pinch right there, okay? So that's just shoulder impingement itself. The anatomy that we'll just keep pretty general here, you've got four muscles that wrap around this joint that start on the scapula and attach into the humerus. That's called your rotator cuff. And those muscles together are responsible for driving and coordinating these small movements of the shoulder, enabling it to actually move without impingement. When you have dysfunction in that, or when you have shoulder impingement, there's usually um, disharmony in those muscles so they can't coordinate together, and then that causes your impingement, so basically. Right. So what's, what now? So with that in mind, there's a number of different things that could cause that disharmony that, that he just talked about. So. First and foremost, if you guys haven't guessed, we're probably going to rule the neck out, right? And what, what do we I use? I mean, as McKenzie certified providers, yeah, you're, so, or you're certified, right? Yeah, I've taken that test. I passed with flying This is colors. literally a joke between Brad and I and no one else, so it seems appropriate to... We get something out of it. So. Yeah. so we have to make sure that through different neck screens or repeated movements, does that affect that movement? So we always come back to what's the painful movement. So like we talked about in shoulder impingement, it's typically going to be that overhead stuff. There's orthopedic tests we can do to see if, if we can recreate that, but for the most part, we're just checking movement. So if we're doing some of these repeated movements, and let's say, just for example, repeated retractions or the act of bringing the head back like this abolishes that pain, then awesome. We're yeah, on the right track. We're, we're and that might sound that. really goofy, uh, but a, a really neat study came out a couple years ago called the XPOS study which basically looked into the amount of times that extremity pain was coming from the spine itself. And they, the, the method they were using was the McKenzie method. I can't remember the exact number, but it was close to 50%, I think. I think it's was 47. 47, 
was in, like in the actual shoulder. In the hip, it's 71%. So there are lots of times where you can have spine problems that are producing symptoms in the extremity. And I mean, the first thing that I do is, is gonna rule this out. And I probably had three of those last week. One guy had actually bilateral shoulder pinching. He was told rotator cuff, of course, mm -hmm. on both sides, which is possible, I guess, sure. but, but seems unlikely. And with the motion that he was just describing, cervical retractions, we were able to abolish his shoulder pain. So, you know, so, first we've got to roll that up, sure. Right. So that's a great day for us if we're doing this and then shoulder pain's gone. We look amazing. Yeah, we feel good that's, for a little while. That is not always the, yeah. <laughs> that's not always the truth. Though. Sometimes we, we go through all these neck motions and it doesn't do a thing to the shoulder. So now we got to look at function. So to tie it back towards that, that disharmony that you talked about, there's... Uh, something that we call the scapulohumeral rhythm. So like how well does that shoulder blade keep going? Just pay attention. Stay in harmony with the humor. So we should see a pretty, and, and there's different trains of thought on this. What would you say the most current one is that, that you guys in DNS teach with? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, what is the rhythm? Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's two to one, I think, is what everybody says. But actually, collage, this is a little more geeky for the, the people that are paying attention. He actually thinks you should get much, much closer to 90 degrees, so this arm should be almost horizontal before this moves. That's a little bit nuancey sure. for, for this video here, but we just want to think that whenever you're moving your arm, you want to have good scapular movement to support that because this surface is just not that big relative to the size of the humerus. And so if the humerus is just moving your arm bone, it can kind of bounce around in there resulting in your impingement. If you have good scapular stability or, or control, then the body, the brain really, is able to keep that scapula in position with the humerus, thereby keeping the glenohumeral joint in the right place. What happens a lot of times is you get, fancy word here, scapular dyskinesis, right? Bad, bad movement, right? Bad, good dysfunction in the movement there. And that blocks this nice harmony between these two bones. And then you're gonna get your shoulder impingement because this joint ends up having to move too much. Mm -hmm. What also happens is <clears throat> these muscles might get really, really tight to protect this otherwise very unstable joint. And that's just gonna to add to the dysfunction even more. Right. So friend of ours, Dr. Brett Winchester, in some of the courses he teaches, he talks, he likens it to is it a seal or a sea lion? I always forget which one it is. But that basically when they're bouncing the ball on their nose, that's kind of how the glenohumeral or shoulder joint works. There's this, there's this synchronization of all these muscles around it. So when we're looking at this in the rehab setting, we're looking at how do we restore this proper um, synergy. synergy between those muscles. So there, that's one piece of it. So in our rehab, we're going to look at how do we get the appropriate muscle synergy going. In terms of the chiropractic stuff, if we don't have full uprighting or extension through that mid-back, then we have to make up for that somewhere else or, or we just lack it. So if, if I'm reaching for something overhead and I can't fully come into an upright position, position to allow that scapula to glide up, then we could equally have issues with that. So that's where maybe the adjustment could be a great thing or mobilization. We can just go and start talking about posture, which is of course uh, a central component of both traditional chiropractic and also McKenzie. If, if, if we're sitting there rounded forward, this scapula, so if you think about the, the orientation of your, the glenoid, instead of being you know, ni nicely positioned to hold the shoulder in place, it kind of collapses forward. And now when you move, you're not gonna get good motion of the scapula and it's gonna increase the likelihood that you're pinching. So mm -hmm. something as simple as raising your monitor up to keep your posture better literally could improve your shoulder impingement, even if there's nothing 
contributing to it from the neck. Just getting the scapula right. in a better position is going to allow that. So the, the adjustment that he talked about, which is a very gentle sort of, um, we call it a thoracic roll. It's a very mm -hmm. gentle adjustment, not a big thrust on that. To improve that range of motion, there's foam rolling. Um, there's lots of mobilizations that we can do to kind of improve that piece of it. We also have the scapular stability stuff that you mentioned where we're right. trying to improve the motor control over the shoulders so that you can get better movement. And then what about some other soft tissue things we can do? So oftentimes trigger points can be a causative factor with this. So to be specific, you, you were saying teres minor and infraspinase, two of your rotator cuff muscles. So if we're doing it here in the clinic, we could use things like dry kneeling or the active release stuff. But we're trying to give you guys tools to do on your own too. So this is where potentially some of the like lacrosse ball stuff up against the wall could yep. be beneficial, <clears throat> pinning it against the wall and getting some movement going, pair that with some foam rolling to create that extension. But once again, the, the trigger points are, are kind of uh, not, not really the, the, the cause of it. The trigger points are gonna be a referral from typically instability in the system. So that's pulling it back to, is there some kind of stability work that we need to do and then you always, in the long run, that's going to be the important piece. Yeah, whenever we see a trigger point, even though it, it is oftentimes the primary source of the pain, we're always asking, well, what's, what, where is the dysfunction that's producing the actual trigger point? That's what he's sort of getting at there. Mm -hmm. So that might be the scapular instability. That might be the cervical derangement that we would call it in, in McKenzie. Um, so that's pretty, we didn't run a clock today, so I want to make no. sure that we don't go over 10 minutes here. But so. um, let's see here. We are one minute over. So real quick. We just want to give you guys the tools to take care of this yourself potentially. So looking at the, the thoracic extension using something like foam rolling, uh, you could use like the cross ball stuff to see if you can calm it down a little bit. But um, Raising the monitor, fixing the posture the monitor, for sure. If you're on a laptop, all kinds of stuff can go south. So if you're looking here, you know, you might actually get um, pseudo impingement because it like feels like it, but it's not really impingement. Um, but then you can also get actual impingement just from the mechanical positioning of the posture. So if you just raise the monitor up and you get everything set, that might be yeah. all you need. Cool. So with that, hope you guys got some good information from this. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with another new topic. Yeah. If you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, make sure you message us and let us know. Yeah, let us know. And then also some, some comments down there. We want to make sure that these videos are, are funny for us. They're probably not very funny for you guys. But And then also informative. So take some of this right. stuff and hopefully you can fix your shoulder. Yeah, this let's week. end it on a freeze frame. <laughs> you know, you should just, just.